You got it, mom. Can you hear us? Now okay. You're, you're on audio. Now I'm going to, can you start the video? I, I did. It says start. Okay. There's a speaker icon, but it doesn't do anything. I touch it. No. Can you That's hear me? Okay. Let's just do it this way. Let's just try it. What yeah, does it I say on your screen? It says recording. <laughs> REC. Uh, okay, wait a great. Thanks. Thanks for starting think, that, Pat. Oh, no. That goes to call the, to the phone. Come on. Okay. Jim, this is the best part um, getting our moms into the. <laughs> <laughs> it's really most of the episode. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. It's a Mother's Day episode. We don't always have guests, Jim. We have we have a couple of guests. We do. We have our first recurring guest. I'm very excited for that. Can we uh, can can we do a quick welcome to all over the place with uh, Pat McGann? Uh, I'm Jim Flanagan, and Pat McGann is with me as always. After our last review, I figured we should say who we are. I'm Jim. I talk this way. I'm Pat. This is how I sound. We're a lot different. <laughs> Our voices aren't the same anymore. Dude, I don't think we sound alike, but it's good to hear your voice. Good to see you, too. We're doing this virtually. Brims, we tried to get together. A lot going on. I had a trip this weekend, Mother's Day, which is the theme of the episode. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day, indeed. So many Brimleys out there uh, uh, raising kids, and uh, we thank each and every one of you for everything you do every day. And uh, this is exciting. We we I know we even have a new listener out of this episode. That's what I found out at Mother's Day yesterday. Who's that, Blair? No, baby? my mom, not baby Blair. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they get Blair a phone soon so she can download, subscribe, and review because we need every number we can get. But um, my mom figured out how to download podcasts after you were kind enough to tell her about this one. <laughs> I can't even believe, getting back to Blair, that she is like two episodes old already. Unbelievable, really. I mean, it seems like just a couple of weeks ago, we were naming her. We didn't even know <laughs> three weeks ago. I didn't even know there was going to be a Blair. You know what I mean? And then boom. So your mom is tuning in. She is. She uh, she figured out how to download podcasts. Um, so hi, mom. Thanks for uh, thanks for being a wonderful guest. Thanks for being a wonderful mother. And uh, and thanks for listening to the podcast. Now, let's never talk about it again. I love that you blame me for letting her know about the podcast. After you asked her to be a guest on our podcast. That is true. That is entirely true. Um, I didn't tell her it was our podcast. I said it was for a podcast. And then you, well, well you'll, you'll all see. Um, but no, I'm thrilled that she's listening. And uh, I'm thrilled I got to see her yesterday. How was your weekend? It was great. I have actually did not see my mom yet. Um, I'm going hopefully to have lunch with her after this recording. Nice. But, um, yeah, we spent time with Sarah's family and Sarah, I believe, had a nice Mother's Day. I was uh, out of town Saturday, so I got home super early Sunday, like landed at Midway before 7 a.m. Dude, you ever have one of those like, so I woke up from my flight on Saturday and I was already able to check in my on my flight home. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just such a quick trip, right? <laughs> That's when you know you're like, oh, my God, this is awful. This is too much. But yeah. I had a great time in Omaha. It was like one of the first big in person. I mean, we might have cooked up a variant in that room. <laughs> Who knows? We were on top of each other. Everybody, there was a meet and greet. 
they're like, well, hey, you know, we're not really sure about, you know, how everyone's going to feel about this first live in person, like big event in the city. It's a small city. We all kind of know each other. This is a philanthropic event event. And we all kind of, so anyway, we're going to have a meet and greet. If you can come <laughs> in here and shake everyone's hands, take pictures, hug everyone. Please have some cheeses. They're out. We are diving right in. It was uh, it was a great night, though. It was uh, good to be back on stage with people. Yeah. Tell me about Omaha. I, mean, I know we keep saying that, but it's like this was like bigger and, you know, inside and Omaha was cool. It's a good city, man. Very windy there. Yeah. That's where they have the uh, uh, Little League World Series. Am I right? College World Series. College World Series. Thank you. Yeah. The um, that's where Warren Buffett is from. Mm-hmm. The Oracle. Warren Buffet. He's worth a lot of a lot of dough, Warren. That he, he is. My driver was uh, talking about him. That's a Wando. My driver. Yeah, really. Total Wando right there. I mean, that, not mine. They arranged it. That's, sure. all, that's not always the case, right? Right. You're not going to send your personal driver to Omaha. I mean, <laughs> come on. You'll just use one of theirs in the meantime. Yeah, he was uh, giving me like the the down low on, on Omaha and had a couple of Nebraska jokes. Oh yeah. It was very, very windy getting in there. And the, the plane was, was choppy, you know? And he said, uh, yeah, it's super windy. You know what they say? Nebraska blows. Cause Iowa sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that one before. Good Pretty one, solid though. Absolutely. And then you, the people uh, there told me Nebraska has a motto and Nebraska's motto is Nebraska. It's not for everyone. That's really what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> Nebraska, it'll do. <laughs> so I did. I was uh, had a good time. Like the crowd, all the dudes. You know, you, you ever noticed like the Navy Blazer? It is, it has survived the pandemic. We're getting back out there, and it was like every guy was like, "Are we? Is it time? Where's my blazer? <laughs> Get it ready, the Navy Blazer." So that everyone is uh, still dressing the same as as pre pandemic. So I did ask them that. I said, "It's not for everybody. How about what about with Navy Blazers?" Is that for everybody? <laughs> it certainly seems like it. I think that is the number one staple in, in a men's clothing line, right? Like it, it, like if you need to have anything for dressing up, you need a black suit and a navy blazer. I think those are the two things that every dude should own, right? Those are the foundations. Those and uh, khaki cargo shorts. <laughs> Absolutely. Khaki cargo shorts. Hopefully something from Old Navy where you've got a lot of pockets, maybe maybe something for your rock climbing clip that you keep your keys on. You know, you need as much, maybe a Velcro pouch or two. You need as much storage as possible. The best thing about putting a suit on when you haven't put it in a while is all the reminders of the last time you wore it. <laughs> when you go in the inside pocket and you're like, oh yeah, I was at table 12. That was a nice wedding or pull out a a mask card, like, oh, I forgot they died. <laughs> right. I haven't worn this since the since the wake. I haven't worn this since March 7th, 2019. <laughs> All right. Well, you can just look at the card and see the exact date. Since two days after, probably. It takes a while to put the makeup on. Great point. <laughs> Get them ready. <laughs> I, um, I actually picked up my Navy blazer this weekend because when I was in Florida for that wedding, I left it there. And of course, uh, you of course did. I did right at the wedding, like just on the back of my chair, never even. So I went to my aunt and uncle's and uh, grabbed it yesterday. And my uncle was like, <laughs> I had to go through the pockets. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, I don't, I don't think there was anything in there. 
And he was like, well, I was getting on a plane with it. And all of a sudden I'm like, I got to just check, right? Like just to make sure that my nephew doesn't have any sort of contraband in his jacket. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, obviously not, but fantastic call, right? Because like you're suddenly getting on an airplane. Yeah. He's like, don't worry about it. I put all of my contraband in there. I figured it was much easier. They knew it didn't fit me. It was like, if anything happens, I'll blame the kid. What does he think that you are up to? I don't know. It's a wedding. I mean, thank God. I mean, think I don't keep my contraband in there. I better check Jim's coat. Might be <laughs> hey. a crackhead. <laughs> I love Where did this that pipe and this gun come from? I picture you calling the hotel. Like, can you go down to the? Don't even ask. With my blazers in the <laughs> in the exercise room. Don't talk to anybody. Don't tell anybody about this. No, I didn't even uh, ask. I was ready to write it off as a loss and go to Omaha and pick up a new Navy blazer. And uh, they grabbed it for me. Oh, that is awesome. Dude, I have done that. I've left hanging clothes. That is the, uh, the thing. That's my Achilles. If I hang something up. Yeah. In a hotel, especially. I went to, I remember one time I went to Milwaukee. I think I lost three shirts. <laughs> like the whole weekend, my Friday, Saturday, my Thursday shirt, all my week. And then I called the hotel and they're like, no, like, it was like the day after. Yeah. Like, no, it's not here. What do you mean? It's not there. No. But you go back a, a year later and the person cleaning your room suddenly you're like, hey, I recognize that shirt. <laughs> exactly. Next time you're back in town. I didn't even, for the record, I didn't even leave it at the hotel this time. I left it at the wedding. I just left it on the beach on a chair, like not even close, but I have also done the opposite where, because obviously when we travel, you got your bag and, and sometimes you have hanging clothes. Have you ever forgotten your shirts? Oh yeah. I forgot my shirts at a corporate gig in Iowa one time and realized it like 30 minutes before the show started, like just driving along, just not, didn't even look, didn't even see anything just like shirts, yeah. was, you know, and I just had to like stop at a store and you know, the guy's like, what are you looking for? And I'm like, something that isn't wrinkled. That's all I care about. I need something that I can wear immediately. It doesn't look like I just unfolded it. Exactly. Exactly. Off of the shelf. Exactly. Those creases are serious when you get the new. I had to do, um, I did a show at a country club and I showed up in jeans. Uh-huh. And the, the guy was like, what are you doing? I told you, no jeans. I'd go to Target, got like the worst pants I've ever worn in my life. I have, uh, I've done this man where you just this weekend, I forgot socks. I was up there. It was Mike Tyson doing the show that last night. I, I had no, <laughs> I had a boy, uh, no socks and, um, a belt that that's oftentimes overlooked. I bought last minute belts and it's hard to find a braided belt. You know, they don't make them anymore. And that's what I like. Even for the, <laughs> do you remember those? Yes. What the hell? I just gave Ralphie a uh, treat the other night. It's like a braided bully stick. It's like I used to have a belt like this. Looked like he was <laughs> gnawing on my college belt. <laughs> you should just do that when your belts are done. Instead of throwing them away, just be like, all right, this is this is Ralphie's now. Yeah, right. He probably would enjoy chewing on that on some some faux rawhide. Did you ever get into the, uh, I don't even know what they're called, like the canvas belts? You know what I'm talking about? Just the normal like material belts that cool oh, people yeah. would wear sometimes in the summer? I never. Most of the belts I had came with my pants until I was about <laughs> 13 or 14. Remember the belts would just be in the pants? Yeah. 
But it was like the bottom half version of the shirt and tie in the same package. It was just the lower half. Dude, I had, dude, I had never had like a great belt. I just, I don't know. And then when you do get a good one, you wear the hell out of it. And then it just looks, you know, I don't know. I'm not a, because I can never justify paying a lot for a belt. Never. There are two things that I do not, I don't like to pay a lot for leather stuff or fake leather stuff. It's belts and wallets. I go as cheap as possible because you can like, if you need it that second, it's going to be like 30, 40, 50 bucks. But if you have any advance notice, you can get those items for like $11. Right. Yeah. And then most of the time you're, I'm buying a belt, I'm in a hurry because I forgot it or, you know, and you don't have time to try it on. They don't make it easy. Right. With the, uh, the way they hang them and uh, belts are pain in the pain in the ass, aren't they? That they are. And that's why I'm moving to suspenders. That's it. <laughs> it's about time someone brought them back. Do you own suspenders? I do not. No. Well, Father's Day is coming up. So, you know, you never know. It might be your lucky year. Do you own suspenders? I think I still probably have a pair. I will occasionally go suspenders with a suit. You will? Really? It's been a long time. It's been a long time, but I've made the move before. And then you just, you take your blazer off, whip it across the room. Does I'm leaving that here. No. Everyone can just look at my, (laughs) at these suspenders, like a Southern, like a Southern attorney. You just, nah, listen up. Y'all know my client. It's a good man, an honest man. <laughs> I don't know. Would you rather wear suspenders or a bow tie if you had to go out into, uh, you know, public at like a, a wedding? I have a company. They used to do a black tie event every year, uh, the company I worked for, and it was both. It was suspenders and a bow tie. Like, I'm not going to wear suspenders with a regular suit, but like for a tuxedo, I'll go suspenders and bow tie. I could yeah. see that with a tux. Yeah. I'm down with a bow tie with a tux for sure. But just like a regular bow tie. Yeah. Not my game. Normally. This is, this is a lot of talk about this. Anything else you did this weekend? A little manlier. I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about pasta? Bow tie no. pasta. <laughs> I was hoping you'd talk about how you got a facial this weekend. If I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, I did tell you that I did get a facial dude. I had a, okay. So I don't know when this thing started, but I had a, a rooted like blackhead just like it was talking to, to me. And Sarah was, Sarah was, when Sarah and I talked, when we made eye contact, like I would look at Sarah, but she would look at that. Like, and I could (laughs) tell she was looking at that. Staring at it. And now the road is coming up. So she's like, you got to get that thing out of your face (laughs) before you start talking to people. You can't embarrass her, you know, uh, while you're out there on the road. She can't be representing the McGann clan with the, uh, with the black head out there. Yeah. Have you ever had a facial? I've not I mean, had a professional facial. Get the giggles out, boys. Yeah, come on, We're talking good. about self-care on your, your skin, exfoliating. All right. Are we, let's get into it. No, I did get it. Um, Sarah made the appointment and I have heard that they're great, right? Mm-hmm. And they are, but the significant thing that had to be pulled out. And I knew it was significant when she put her foot on my forehead <laughs> for leverage <laughs> and just kind of like, just take it. <laughs> she's like, Hey, just hold on. There's only one of these. It's the first jaws of all, of life. Her, her first attempt. She's like, I'm going to, she goes, I'm going to come back to this. Would you tilt your head and just, and then she leaned me like directly into the steam. She's steaming you. Oh, thank God. While she's, I mean, she's treating my face like bubble wrap. Yeah. Like, popping around all over the place plug 
and <laughs> and it is like the extracting i guess they're doing mm-hmm. so yeah she said uh i gotta come back to this one that was i mean the way she was pulling it out i was kind of wondering like how did it not, like go out the back of my head from <laughs> from the cheek yeah, i could see <laughs> but it felt good man did you immediately like when you were done were you like oh my face is so much clearer like besides that gigantic eyesore that you were looking to get rid of was there anything else that you noticed the difference in no not really i mean okay. yeah, i just feel like it just feels i guess clean i don't know yeah. like i don't really wash my face <laughs> i kind of like shampoo my face and then like stuff comes down and i've never been dude i had the worst acne in, in yeah. high school it, it was really bad really so i tried everything and then once my once that kind of went away, it was just like, this is just work for me. Warm, warm water. I just got back to warm water. Don't touch it. It's fine. You use a lot of facial soap. No, every now and again, I try to, I've got about nine bottles because I'll like, yo, yeah, I'm going to get into this. Sure. I'll buy this exfoliating facial soap. And then yeah. I don't ever use it again until next time I go to buy another bottle. I'm like, this sounds like a good idea again. So I've got a nice little stockpile. If anyone needs any, did you hear that? Some of that exfoliating stuff, the scrub is those pellets. They don't go away. They go down your drain and they go into, you know, the ocean and fish choke on them. Jeez, did, really? did you hear that? No. Oh yeah. That's the thing. Well, good. I'm keeping trying it. to get, there's trying to get rid of that. Really? This woman was telling me, what did she tell me to wash with? Um, I don't know, but I, I don't think you need to like really be, dude, you know, I, I was late for the appointment because I forgot to shave and then I was like getting in my car. I'm like, you know what? If I'm getting a facial, I should probably shave. Like, I didn't shave for like a week. Almost. I wouldn't even think about that. I'd go in there as bearded Jim and be like, work around <laughs> it. Yeah, toe. It's a little uneven. The left side's going to be easier than the right. I'm going to fully recommend the facial, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I had like a, uh, when we did, I did a show the first time at Kohler. Remember the first time we did Kohler and like they oh, yeah. gave you like a, a, like a spa, spa package. Credit. Yeah. yeah. So I got a massage, but they're also like, we're going to do some light exfoliating of your face. And then just start like raking through my face and being like, there's a lot that we need to get rid of here. Like it was very, uh, and they're like, you should probably come back for a full facial. I'm like, now you're going to talk to me like this. You're going to tell me that I'm living wrong the whole time. I've got these dead bodies, like these dead soldiers I'm carrying around everywhere. No one needs that. She's like calling in. They like three people working on your face. <laughs> Can we get some more of these rakes? I think I broke this one on his face. Jen, can you give me a hand? Actually, two of them. Can you just do the forehead? I'm going to focus on the cheek over here. Cancel your 1130. I need everybody. That would be awesome. Have a team on your face. The woman told me that this year with the masks, a lot of people are getting, um, you know, breakouts and having um, issues. Which I, I guess that. Makes, that makes sense, right? Absolutely. I believe that. Well, good. I'm glad you went out and got yourself pampered for Mother's Day. That's good. That's what the weekend's all about. <laughs> You're like, you know what, Sarah, you deserve some time with the kids. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and exfoliate. This was before. This was well before. But no, you're right. You're, no. you're still right. Nothing wrong with that, man. That's awesome. I had a uh, remember last week we were talking. I told you that they uh, I thought they had finished my roof already. Oh, yeah. I was incorrect. And uh, they had started it, apparently, um, and uh, they decided to start working on it again at 7.30 on Saturday morning. Oh, wow. So Really? That was fun. I'm not drinking. I still wake up with a headache, just like pounding at 7.30 on Saturday morning. I'm like, what are you doing to me? 
No notice? No, Nothing. Really? Just like a, a sign from April that's like, hey, they're going to be here. Hopefully they'll be done by the end of June. You know, and that's, and they're like, we'll tell you more, or end of July, right? And we'll tell you more, you know, as we go. You know, it's pretty easy to tell what's happening when, like, it sounds like a, like a zombie movie when they're closing in. Right. My, my therapist, like, we're doing Zoom, and he's like, what's going on back there? And I'm like, you don't want to know, man. Did you hear it in your dream first? It was Like, awful. before you woke up? It woke me up immediately. Because there's also like ladders on my windows all of a sudden. It literally felt like the invasion scene in any part of a movie where there's just ladders and people just banging to get in. It's like the zombie apocalypse is happening just to me at 730 in the morning. Did you think it was like an ex-girlfriend trying to just (laughs) at your window? All of them together. (laughs) We finally talked. You're in trouble. Holding up one of your blazers. You left this at my house. Like, I didn't want it. I was just, I wrote it off. I checked the pockets. Uh, That's good. So did they ever explain to you? Like, yeah, we did work on it. Like they put the first layer on and then they came back to nothing. Forgot. Hey, we've got to put the shingles in. Sorry. And it definitely isn't finished yet because Sunday morning I woke up to animals above me (laughs) that are fucking around in there. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, maybe they're on the roof and it's just not, I don't know. And you can tell that it's not fully shingled or anything, you know, but uh, yeah. So it's been a, uh, it's been a weekend here too, pal. You know what? Now that I was just there though, the fact that I can picture this so much better. It's really more vibrant, right? Were your coin jars rattling? (laughs) I'm so mad at you. My coin jars got referenced at uh, Mother's Day yesterday. Thanks to, thanks to this podcast. So. How was your Mother's Day? It was great, man. I went to, uh, I, I stopped by an aunt and uncle's. Um, I went up north to see some friends early in the day. Um, and then uh, I ended up by, out in Manuka. My brother moved out to the middle of nowhere. He and his wife have five children. I don't know if wow. I've talked about that number on the podcast. So um, they just like needed a compound. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you got, like, out. you got something a little more room with five. So uh, they move out to Manuka. Uh, not a quiet mother's day. That's for sure, man. When you've got five kids, I don't know how they do it, man. It is. I mean, Are five you uncle kids. Jim or just Jim, uncle Jim. Yeah. Uncle Jim. And they got, a, they have a pretty good handle on me. Like the oldest was like, uncle Jimmy, it's Bryson's birthday tomorrow. I'm sure you didn't remember. I'm like, of course I remembered. Which one's Bryson? You know what I mean? <laughs> How old is he going to be? I didn't ask that question yet. <laughs> Should I do the answer to that before we started podcasting? So they put you I'll on the spot? I'll get a text from mom. Don't worry. Did he put um, you on the spot in front of Bryson? Was Bryson expecting like, well, maybe Jim, Uncle Jim will bring a, a gift since he's coming. No, she told me uh, like secretly, like my niece told me secretly that it was Bryson's birthday, not in front of everybody. Yeah. It was very nicely, but then proceeded to tell everyone that I looked surprised. So it's like, no, I'm fine. He'll get his present tomorrow. Like he's supposed to. Well, happy birthday, Bryson. I just happy happen birthday, to have buddy. a pack of baseball cards here. You and I have <laughs> similar interests and this I bought for myself, but that's okay. I'm going to Anyway, go. you can have these three out of that pack. <laughs> these are called commons. Haven't heard of this guy or this guy, and they are yours. Exactly. Well, that's fun, dude. It was nice. Yeah, it was we nice had a good time. Good. Yeah, I bet it was. It was nice talking with your mom. Should we should we move into this? I know. So we had some conversations with our moms for the brims. Um, this was Saturday when I was in Omaha. Jim was home. We connected with our madres. 
and Jim introduced me to his mom, Maxine, and we had a, a nice conversation. How about it? Should we give it a listen, Jim? Let's anything go ahead. You wanna, anything you want to tee up here? No, it was, it was great. It was, uh, it was nice for you to, to meet my mom virtually. And uh, yeah, you guys had a good little talk. I certainly wasn't uncomfortable in the least. And I love your mom's name, Maxine Easy. Mm-hmm. What a great name. That mm-hmm. is like a showbiz name. It really is. And I really enjoyed talking with her, Jim. She was, um, she was great, man. It was so nice because I've known you for so long and we've talked about your mom a lot and to have a conversation with her was awesome. So Brims, have a listen here. It's me talking to Jim's mom in front of Jim. Here we go. I'm going to do a quick introduction. Uh, Pat, this is my mom, uh, Maxine. My lovely mother was kind of to take the time to do this. And then mom, this is my friend, Pat. Pat is a professional stand-up comedian and a uh, very good friend of mine. And uh, he has a wonderful podcast called All Over the Place that I am on. And uh, so he wanted to talk to you for Mother's Day. Great. Maxine, thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks for for joining us. I've heard a lot about you. You know, I've known Jim for a long time and we're very... um, we're very close. He's acting like he's just on this podcast. He's half of the podcast. <laughs> cool. So I want to just ask you about your son. Do you think that Jim was always a funny guy? When did you first realize he was he was funny? No, I didn't. Um, Jimmy was very quiet and very reserved growing up. He was kept he? to himself. Did he really? Yeah. When it came to humor, it it didn't usually pop out or anything. So you were surprised when he said, mom, I'm doing stand-up comedy. Yes. Very. I bet, I bet you're very proud of, uh, of him when you see him live. Do you, when you go to the live shows, are you, do you brag on him? Are yes. You, yeah, are Only when he lets me know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he pretty you quiet know. about his schedule too? Yes. Very. <laughs> I find out when other family members have gone because it's on Facebook. Jim, you got to start letting your mom know about the shows. <laughs> I mean, mom, you're not a big traveler either, in all fairness. So let's not Very let's true. not put all of this on. So no, Mac- no, true. Maxine, I mean, but for you, I'd go anywhere. Maxine, do you know what a Brimley is? No. All right, that's what we call you. You are now a Brimley, Maxine, because hopefully you'll start listening to our podcast, and that's what we call the people that listen in. We named them after Wilford Brimley. You ever see the movie Cocoon? Yes. You know, the lead, the lead character. That's how that's how we're trying to grow our podcast by referencing Wilford Brimley. So we might be doomed. We're probably not doing it right. He's 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 no longer with us. How about Steve? No, I know. But his legend lives on. Maxine, how about Steve? Did Jim dump Steve on you, the hedgehog? I loved Steve. Steve became my best pal with the, when I had insomnia. Oh, man. So Steve is no longer with us, though. No, Steve left us three years ago. Oh, boy. All right. I'm very sorry yes. to hear that. Well, he hung on for five years, though. He was old. It probably lasted longer because Jim handed him off to you. Probably wouldn't have lived as, had a, as great a life. Well, I'm hoping that because I made him turkey burgers every day that he hung on longer. <laughs> you absolutely extended Steve's life. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Tell me he about hung on out of desperation. He hoped to leave here. <laughs> He was trying to move on. He was hoping to go to, to go back to gym or someplace. He says, this lady keeps taking me out at night and puts me on the couch and lets me tunnel around. I want to go home with grass. <laughs> I think that Steve had a better life with you. 
I want to ask you though about Jim when you, when he was little. Can you tell the Brimleys about a young Jim Flanagan? What was what was he like as a young boy? Jim was he was a lot of fun, but he wasn't funny per se. He didn't make a lot of jokes, but he did things like his brother had a a powder thing from Avon where you turned it to make different monsters. He got into it once, and you go in the bedroom. He's white all over, and he's sitting there, and he says. I didn't touch it. And, and he it was, was all like, over it? Yeah, it's all over him. And I had the picture, but I couldn't find it this fast. So you wait, you have a picture of Jim in whiteface? We could get him canceled. Yes. We're going to cancel White him. Face, chest, and legs. <laughs> That's outstanding. How about Jim's intelligence? Because I, I always pick up on the fact that I think Jim is highly intelligent. Like he might be a genius. He's very into numbers and constantly doing math almost involuntarily. Have you ever had him tested? Is he, does he have a high IQ? Jim was, can I say it? I don't know. Go ahead. I hate all Jim this. Jim was Please in the gifted ahead. program. Jim was in the gifted program. Yes. Is that the. They played the stocks. They played chess. He was always traveling for chess. It was so cool. They played ditch the hedgehog. Dump him <laughs> on your mom. Yeah. Well, that was older. Mom stole the hedgehog. <laughs> we talked about Jim's chess career. He was a great chess player, huh? Yeah, he was a good chess player. They traveled all over. Yeah, and now he's traveling with comedy, and I know he has, you know, the career, too. Do you see yes. Jim's, do you think Jim's ever going to settle down? I don't know. Jim is still a very private person. <laughs> well, he blasts, he blasts his life on this podcast. All right, let's not tell well, that. I'm going to have to start listening to this podcast as soon as I figure out how. <laughs> I'll get you a link to an yeah. entirely different podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Maxine, I really appreciate you jumping on with us. I hope you start tuning in. I want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. And uh, um, thanks for bringing this guy into the world because Jim is. Thank you. Jim's the best. Just yeah. a, he just held out, you know. He held, he held out. out a little bit there. I had two false alarms before he decided to come through. Oh, is that right? So it was yes. not, it, it was going to be before November 17th. See, I know Jim's birthday. He hasn't yes. really, See? he doesn't know yeah. mine yet. Beginning of November, I was in the hospital <laughs> twice before I had him. Really? Yeah. So and even then he didn't want to come out. He was holding on with both hands saying, no. So he's always been a little bit shy. He didn't want to, yes. he probably didn't yeah. want you to hear about his podcast. That's why he was trying no, to stay inside. He's probably afraid I can find it someday. <laughs> How late was I? I'm not afraid of that. How late was I? 17 days. You were due on the first. Oh, I was wow. at a convenience store and the man said, what are you do? And I said, today. And he says, what are you doing in my store? You know, and I left. <laughs> you know me, no controversy, no fighting, arguing. Gotta get out I of don't here. know about no controversy after you just did that accent, but go ahead. <laughs> see, see, it's so nice to see Jim make you laugh. That's beautiful. Do you, can well, you remember it's funny any? Because uh, usually, usually he tells me I'm not funny, so I get a chance to try again now. See? Yeah, of course you do. Can you remember Jim um, showering you with anything special on Mother's Day in, in the past? Maybe when he was yes, big earrings, recipe books, homemade, and now that we're grown-ups, it's the um, I just forgot the name, Jim. What are they? Pandora. Well, you know the bracelets with things that you like. Yeah. Yes. Maxine, you That's were a grown up. You were a grown up too then when 
Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love him. His brother's funny, but it's different. His brother can't get up on stage. It takes a lot, right? It does. Armando walks into a room and you know it because you hear this, hey, yo, and everybody knows he's there. Jim comes in and says nothing. And then all of a sudden you see a group of people laughing and you look around and there's Jim in the middle of it. So they're very different. Jim is a sniper. He's like an assassin yeah. with his comedy. You don't see it coming, but it is coming. <laughs> yep. It is fun. Well, he's he's fantastic. And, you know, I, I don't think that we would be having this conversation without you, Maxine. Thank God. Oh. Um, thank God all this came together. Thank you, because I really I really do love him a lot. And I love to see him. I love to see him laughing and funny and everything, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, we love yeah. to see him, too. Thanks for sharing him with Brimley Nation. And um, if you can get on there and subscribe and review the podcast, Maxine, we really appreciate it. Do you have anything you want to plug before we uh, go? <laughs> Do you have any yeah. upcoming shows? See Jim Flanagan wherever he's playing. <laughs> and Pat. Pat McGann. Thank you, Maxine. Happy Thank Mom's Day. Love you. Bye. I'm really, by, Mom, I'm really impressed by uh, how nice you've been here. Do you want to, you know, there's nothing else you want to make sure they know. Do you want to tell them how messy I was as a child? You got to give him I'd some dirt. Not. I didn't, I didn't know it ended. <laughs> nope. That's still recording from the moment you had trouble no, getting on. I here. mean the messiness. <laughs> oh, she's talking about the messiness, dude. She's burning. Yeah, I'm still you. cleaning up after you and it's been what? 10 years. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All Maybe right. I should have let this end. All right. Love okay. you. I will see you tomorrow. Wait, 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 before we go, I will. Hey, Maxine, before we go, Jim is in yep. his car and, and I do want to play a game we play here on the podcast. It's called <laughs> how many water bottles are in Jim's car? <laughs> What's the over under is 11. Do you think there's more or less than 11 water bottles? I guess more. More. Okay. Jim, Jim, you want to pan, want to pan the vehicle? This is unbelievable. This really is. This is, there's one and that's from today. There's really nothing over there. Nothing visible in the back seat, but who knows? There's two nothing in the for water bottles, lots of junk. You see that? All right, Mom, those are jackets. It's warm out. So two water bottles is the total. This is, we've never played this as a game. Can we not let my mom think this is what my life has become? Well, I, open think book. It, I think it points to the fact that maybe you are ready to settle down. <laughs> maybe. All right, Maxine. Thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Pat. Take care, guys. Bye. I love you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Happy Mother's Day. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. Here we are on the other side of it. (laughs) Jim, I got to tell you, your mom, she loves you. She's She's great. She's so proud of you. She's awesome. Why did you hide this podcast from her? I hide everything from everyone, Pat. Can I tell you the first thing that I heard from her afterwards? I wrote her and I was like, thank you so much. You were great. I love you. And she wrote back, I swear to God, the exact wording of the text message was, I hope I did not embarrass you in any way. Oh, like, don't feel like that. How much of a monster am I as a son that that's the first thing she said to me? I'm like, no, you were fantastic. I loved it. But, you know, she, she talks was, about it. She was fantastic. It was so great to uh, to talk with her and, you know, talking about Steve, hearing about young Jim. I feel like we got a little insight into me. I think there's a lot of people out there going, oh, that makes sense. Well, you know, also, though, I was thinking about this was um, we had these conversations with our mom and then we just talked about us. It's like, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. This is about us. So this is our show. Tell us. Tell us about us. How can we use you to get us ratings? So I'll give you an opportunity to say something nice about your mom before I get into um, 
conversation we have with mine. Yeah, no, my mom's the best. Um, and I and I really love the opportunity to spend some time with her yesterday. Um, she's certainly, you know, the one who I got a big part of my sense of humor from. Um, when I was a kid, yeah, all we'd listen to was her Bill Cosby records and things like that. So, um, you know, she uh, certainly introduced me to comedy really early on. And she's awesome. And uh, yeah, I couldn't be happier that, uh, that she joined us on the podcast. When you would listen to Cosby, would you guys doze off? <laughs> on occasion <laughs> but like this isn't gonna age well she's like neither are you so we're gonna keep both of them yeah she is uh obviously very funny very uh she was just cool man it was great yeah. to great to chat with her all right so my mom also was um i think a huge influence on my sense of humor she's so funny and want to wish my mom a happy mother's day i love her so much and um she you know our moms do so much for us. Absolutely. I was listening to a John Prine song. Do you ever listen to John Prine? Not a lot. I mean, I'm familiar with some stuff and I like it. Yeah. I don't like know the songs. Lucky uh, LaRue's I, my jam. Yeah. I know some of them, but I heard this one. Um, when I get to heaven, I think it's called. Okay. And it's a great, he's like, I'm going to have a cocktail and smoke a cigarette. That's nine miles long. It's just, but it's folksy. Right. Yeah. But he has a line in there. He goes, I can't wait to sit down with my mom and her sisters Cause that's where all the love starts. Oh, that's awesome. And it's a great line. And it really is true. Like my mom and just Sarah, um, the way she organizes things and gets things together. Like, I mean, come on, mom, this is what moms do. What women do like, so do credit on mother's day. Here we are talking to Kathy McGann. Yeah. Never, so never call her Kathy, but. I couldn't mom. do it. I mean, I introduced you to my mom for the first time. So I was like, this is Maxine because you're an adult, you know, but I've just known your mom for so long. So she's still Mrs. McGann to me. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, it, I hate when I like my buddy's parents are like, call me. And I still can't. Yeah. Right. I, I think there's a, like dads are easier than moms for me to, to call by a first name. I'm still not a big fan of it, but like if, you know, if it's someone's dad and they, they like, I see you on that level, you know, call yeah. me by my first name, I'll do that. But moms, it's like, there's still that level of, uh, of reverence there, that respect. But your mom is someone that I've had a chance to meet several times over the years. She's always so funny and uh, uh, obviously was on before in an impromptu segment on the podcast. Um, so it was cool to actually sit down and be able to just, you know, talk to her a little bit, ask her some stories. Uh, she had a couple of great stories about you and, uh, and your sisters. And uh, what do you say? We give it a listen. Away we go the second time. All right, Jim, I'm very happy. You've met my mom before, but here we are on zoom. She's on the podcast. Here's my mom, Jim. First Hi, of all, Mrs. Jim. McGinn, so happy to see you. Happy early Mother's Day. Thank you. Yeah, happy Mother's you Day. You are our mom. first repeat guest. Do you know that? You're our first guest who's been on twice now. Oh, my God. I know it's mm -hmm. hard to follow Mike Singletary. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I can do this. <laughs> so you're a Brimley. You're a Brimley through and through. You heard the Mike Singletary episode? I did. Horsey, horsey. Yes. <laughs> We're so happy to have you back on. Thank you for doing this. Um, we just talked to Pat just got to interview my mom a bit. And then I just want to ask you a little bit about young Patrick, if that's okay. Was yeah. he, was he always funny? Did you, did you know right away that he was going to be funny? Um, he was born on May 16th and it took me a few days, but yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shortly um, thereafter. <laughs> no, there was, um, 
I, I've told him this before. We were um, in a Kmart. I hate to admit to that, but because I didn't really hang out there. But anyway, we were in Kmart and he was in the shopping cart and the two girls were at school. So they had to be like, you know, maybe four and six, made him like maybe two. Um, and there was this woman in Kmart who had this crazy high voice. She was kind of like a, kind of, not really a munchkin, but she was like, welcome to Kmart. Do you remember her, Patrick? <laughs> this no. woman had this very distinctive way of talking. And so she was uh, worked in the deli and she was pushing ham by the pound. And that's why she was on the intercom. And so he was in the cart and she was like, welcome. And he just like stopped and looked at me like, what the heck was that? <laughs> and the two of us, I literally I was in the aisle. I was laughing saying, you actually get it. You really get it. <laughs> and that was, that's, I really, that was like the first time I thought, yeah, he's, he's onto something. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So obviously a big part of the sense of humor comes from you. Um, are all the kids funny? What about Beth and Trisha? They're yeah, they're all funny in their own way. They have a different style than their brother, but um, Trisha's the type that, she just very subtle, very dry, and she'll just, you know, drop a comment after uh, somebody does something stupid or whatever. And it, it just, she always hits the nail on the head. And Beth, I think Beth, Beth is funny in her own way, but she encourages the silliness and, you know, like, <laughs> and prods them on. And she's a great audience. A they're great both, audience. Yeah, I would think they're both very funny if I just jump in here. But I think that nobody <laughs> makes um, nobody makes my parents laugh like Trisha. <laughs> Trisha yeah. gets the hardest laughs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she she just says it like it like it is. You know, she's very frank. But anyway, she's she's funny. And Pat's more sarcastic. Did that ever get him in trouble as a kid? You know what? I I, I really don't think so. Or I didn't hear about it. Um, I'm sure that he maybe made some comments in school or something, but it was never an issue. It wasn't like we were called to the office because he was making fun of anybody or anything like that. But he, um, I don't know, I, I guess his humor was a little bit more, it wasn't sarca sarcasm so much as uh, just, I think he liked to get people involved when yeah. he would do something, you know, or, and he had friends that were right by his side and they were like, they worked in, you know, duo, duos or trios spreading, spreading the, the fun through the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I've hung out with some of that crew. I, I get it. They, they definitely can run with them. Well, I, um, used to always, I used to always say, guys, let's go. Let's go <laughs> spread fun through the neighborhood. <laughs> the neighborhood. That's, I would just whistle down the street and we'd all... Mm -hmm. Spread joy. What are we oh, going to spread? Yeah. Fun. Where are we going to spread it? Around the neighborhood. <laughs> no, I, I maybe maybe I should say, maybe I should have said trouble. Maybe I should have there said spread trouble. Okay, yes. But you were being nice. necessarily sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> they were very busy. Well, you know, like the time that he um, did the remote control on our neighbors, 
while they were watching TV. I mean, that was a day. Love of, this. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good day. But, what was that like when so we've talked about this in the podcast that they would they would do this they change the channel from like a universal remote outside the neighbor's window what was the situation for you did someone have to come up to you and tell you what they did i think he told me what he did i mean he thought okay. it was funny you know um oh the the neighbors that he did it to they were very nice people and i mean the husband i'm sure was roaring about it you know, especially because his wife was more or less the victim, you know, but, you know, they got a kick. They encouraged him. Are you kidding me? They encouraged him. That's why we are, we are. Yeah. <laughs> the whole neighborhood is involved. I love it. That's great. Let me see here. I've got one or two more questions I want to um, ask you about. Um, did you think, like, did you think early on that comedy could ever be a career for him? I mean, where did you get going career wise? Um, I remember him as being a very good writer when he was in high school. He, I mean, I think I still have one of his stories. And then there was one where they had to write an obituary of their lives. That's a classic. Like, really? <laughs> he, he did not be president, but anyway, <laughs> I, I have that. Um, and so, I mean, I think he could have uh, been a writer of some sort, whether it be an author or go into, you know, be a reporter <laughs> or because he loves people. He's always liked that interaction. I could have seen him doing that. I mean, I didn't uh, foresee the career he has right now, but I can see where it works for him. Um, I got to read that obit that I wrote. I really <laughs> want to find that too. Yeah. If you could get if, that if I can, No, really, I, if I can find it. In lieu, in lieu of flowers, send Miller lights yeah. to my bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were talking about yourself in the third person, which was pretty good. Yeah. Well, the first, I, line, of, uh, first line of it is, he gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, being the age I'm at and experiencing some close losses lately, I'm thinking people should write their own obituaries. You know, yeah, get started. Like, Wouldn't that be nice? Put it out there like what you want people to remember, okay? Not this stuff that you're reading in the paper <laughs> that <laughs> some funeral director wrote. <laughs> you know, I love it. Your mom's yeah. got bits on the podcast. This is fantastic. <laughs> that is great. Just have it right next to the bed. Like, oh, they left a note. Oh, actually, it's our, it's, it's the old bit. <laughs> It's my obituary it's or like an open letter, an open letter to your friends, yeah. you know, so that that's OK. Um, I, I will I will mention one thing. One thing that really stands out in my mind is um, when oh, uh, is, that, is that another another podcast you got to do? Yeah. yeah, this is um, Conan is interviewing her after this. She's one of Conan's <laughs> friends. I have to say I, that's a great podcast. Conan, Fantastic. Conan needs a friend. That's a great podcast. Um, but anyway, when you were talking about, did he show any sense of humor? When he was in preschool, I volunteered to um, go to the school when the kids um, went to school that day for Halloween and wore their costumes. They, they had like a little parade through the school. So all the preschoolers and kindergartners got to walk into each classroom and the kids were sitting at their desks watching all these little kids with their costumes. And 
Of course, I was a great mother when it came to costumes. I probably got up that day and said, what's he going to be? So <laughs> <laughs> Patrick always, always wore a suit. I mean, when he was a little kid, all he wanted was to wear suits. And so anyway, he had his suit. So he put his suit on and I had little uh, finger towels that I put in his uh, show uh, on his shoulders. I stuffed them in the suit coat. And then my uh -huh. brother had a full size adult Frankenstein mask that I put over Patrick's head at that time. His <laughs> head was, he could handle it anyway. So he's got this huge Frankenstein head and this little body. And we're walking, I'm, I'm like guiding him because he can hardly see through the eyes. And we, I guided him through the classrooms. And I'm telling you, people were falling out of their desks. They were laughing so hard. And he's under, he's under the mask going, he's not in here. He's not. I'm like, you're killing it, Patrick. They love it. And he's like, oh, and he, it was like, he took it for the team. He knew he had to keep walking <laughs> i mean I that's where to learn how to commit to the bit he, i took that mask off and he, he always had a sweaty head anyway i mean the, the <laughs> his hair was like sapping wet but it was a very it was a he was a very big success that day so maybe maybe he liked that attention i don't know maybe that's <laughs> what got him started I think you pushed Pat into showbiz that day. I think you taught him how to commit to a joke. I think you taught him what killing felt like. This yeah. is great. But the theme of procrastination is also in there. Like we didn't, yeah. we just were winging it. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's not oh, quick wit. That's where it all came from. Yeah, that, that was a memorable day. That was a memorable day. I do remember that. I do have a um, memory of the older kids and barely being able to like, I had to like pitch my head to see through those. I think I was looking through the nostrils. I think, I think I figured I could see them better through the nose and through Frankenstein's eyes. Just lean back all day. That'd be <laughs> now, now that I'm thinking about it, Marty, how did we always inherit? My brother Marty always had these masks and we inherited, who, who was it, Patrick Brezhnev? Gorbachev. Gorbachev. We had a full-size Gorbachev head mask. And we had this room on, on the back of our house with a big picture window. And we'd be just sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, there'd be a tap on the window. And Patrick had gone and got the mask. And he would knock on the window. And my sister would turn around and scream. <laughs> Gorbachev is in, is in our yard. We all... Oh my God. Do you remember doing that? You did that a couple of times. Yeah, I used to do that. But that, that, no one, it wasn't like that's Gorbachev at first glance. It's like there's an old man with a bloody head. It wasn't like people were like, oh no, it's the, it's the former prime minister of the Soviet Union. We're under attack. You know, I have to tell you that same mask. I took that mask. I went out with my girlfriends from high school. This is like, you know, maybe. 25 years ago. Anyway, there used to be a place um, at, around Lincoln and uh, Peterson it was called Russia at night. And someone had told me, oh, it's really a great place. You should go there. So I talked my girlfriends into going to this place called Russia at night. So I brought the Gorbachev mask with me. So in the, 
<laughs> I said, excuse me, I'm going I'm to go to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom and I put on the Gorbachev mask and I come out. And my girl, you have to know this one friend of mine, she's just a character. And so I come out and she's, I'm walking to, toward the table and she says, oh, look, the person is on the same sweater as Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, Diane, it's me. <laughs> so I guess we have a lot of fun with masks in our family. That's all I can say. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> I think we're learning a lot of where uh, Pat gets a sense of humor from. How was he as a gift giver as a kid on Mother's Day? Did you get any great presents out of him? Um, I do have, he gave me this picture, really. It's a, a picture of the Madonna. It's one of my favorites. And he knew that that was one of my favorite pictures and he gave it to me. I still have that. And then I'm not sure if you were involved in the, um, the statues. I know Beth and Trisha, I think were uh, the instigators for that one, but they went to Jablonski's drugstore and found these statues. And I think they thought they were Yadros because they were the same color. Do you remember those? I, I had them on yeah. the shelf in, the, in our living room for a hundred years. Um, yeah, they were like pseudo Yadros that my kids gave me. Aww. Yeah. And they weren't expensive. It was just a nice, thoughtful gift. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, spiritual bouquets every year. <laughs> <laughs> Rock always best. I love that. Beautiful. Happy Mother's Day. And that's so funny. Yeah. Thank you for jumping on here. Thank you. I was looking for some dirt on Pat, but there's anywhere I go in life, there doesn't seem to be, I mean, he's too nice of a person, huh? He was even a good kid? Yeah, he was a good kid, for sure. Yeah, very lucky to have him. And Beth and Trisha as well. It's a great, great role. Thank you very much. Well, we you are lucky good. too. Thanks for being here. Happy Mother's Day, Brim. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Two-timer. Your two-timer jacket is on the way. Your, your second, <laughs> second time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Print out a certificate or something. Okay. <laughs> we'll get it over right away. All right. Love you, Mom. Okay. Okay. Love you. Thanks, Jim. Thanks. Happy Mother's Day. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, dude. That was great. Thank you, Love Jim. It. You were so nice to my mama. Well, I mean, my you mommy. were nice to mine. I always say ma. Do you, do you say that? Is that like a Chicago thing? Ma, always, yeah. Ma. Like, hey, ma. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mama. You ever My go mommy? Mom. I think I said mommy when I was really little. I think that'd be about it for me, no, too. No, yeah. I'm Four or five years that. old. That's enough. Yeah. I don't even go mom very often. It's ma. You know? Yeah. Sometimes I will say Maxine just to like, just when she's not listening. You know, mom, mom, Maxine. It's like, I don't want to think someone else is calling their mom, you know? So just to be funny, I'll do that. From yeah, time. we got Maxine and Kathleen. Look at that. And that was great. Um, yeah, my mom cracks me up. It was good to, uh, that was enjoyable for me too. Absolutely. Some great stories there. Thank and you, mom. And um, thank you, Mrs. Jim's mom. That's exactly like what you should Maxine call her. Either. I get that. But Mrs. Jim's mom is perfect. That's <laughs> absolutely what it should be. If we could go back and redo the interview with you calling her Mrs. Jim's mom, it'd make me very happy. That sounds like a song. <laughs> did you learn anything new out of the interview i never met your mom before so i learned a lot yeah just 
seeing what she looks like. I learned what your mom looks like. <laughs> I've been picturing her for years, Jim. That's fair. Look at does not match up at all with the drawings I have. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, how many I, drawings uh, do you have? No, I learned a lot. Yeah, she's um, learned her mo- your mom's name. That was <laughs> I learned how private you are, how protective you are, and then I learned that you're crazy for being that way. Yeah, no, that's absolutely a hundred percent who I am. That's your mom off the leash, Jim. I mean, she's listening to the podcast now. <laughs> She already brought up orbisculating at Mother's Day. And I was like, we never talk about this again. <laughs> I was like, listen all you want to. I'm very happy to hear it. We don't need to talk about the podcast. Once it's gone, it's gone. I mean, she has a bone to pick with you. Why? Because she should know what a Brimley is. And she would if it weren't for her secretive weirdo kid. It's just never come up. I don't know. I don't like, <laughs> I, I don't tell anyone anything. You know what I mean? That's just kind of who I am. It's never come up except she's for strangers to, on a podcast. She, she's supposed to just feel it in the universe. Jim, I got felt something in the forest. Do you have a podcast now? <laughs> I was driving home from um, from Thanksgiving or from Mother's Day dinner last night. I was driving home from Mother's Day dinner last night and uh, it hit me that I was like, hmm, I forgot to tell them that I got promoted last week at work. Oh, you didn't even share the big I news. I just don't even tell. I just, I just don't tell people. Any, you know what I mean? It's not intentional. It's just like that. Nah, that never came up. You know. So it's official. Huh? So, Congrats. mom, I got promoted. That a boy? Yeah. What do you mean? No, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm, uh, I'm. It's very good stuff. So I'll be. Uh, I'm excited for that. Um, I'll be traveling a little bit more. That's a good thing. Did you tell yeah. me you have a podcast. And you can't be doing like you can't be taking on a lot more. I mean, I know they give you a salary and yeah, they pay the bills and all. But um, do they want to sponsor us? They have you brought it up. Have you been promoted to sponsorships? I have not yet. What's under your umbrella? Is podcast sponsorship in your purview? Can we double dip here? (laughs) Key accounts. So uh, maybe if I can get one of them to sponsor the podcast that I will never tell them that I'm on, we might be able to work something out here. Not a lot of people are climbing the comedy and corporate ladder at the same time. I don't know how you do it. You must be bipolar. You have two different personalities. Thank you. It is kind of weird. We talk about that sometimes off air, right? Like when you call me at the wrong time, you know, you got business, Jim. And- oh yeah. I hate business, Jim. I'll call Jim and he'll, he'll just be very short and very like, you could tell he's staring at a screen talking about audiology. <laughs> Treats me like I'm not a customer. that's when you treat me like a uh, just whatever. Like I'm interrupting you. Mm -hmm. I always sense, I always sense (laughs) you. I'm going to pick up because it might be about a gig. (laughs) And then after 30 seconds, you're like, this isn't about a gig. I don't have time for this nonsense. There's no price coming at me. If there's no, can you do X for Y I'm out. I want to hear about your ideas. You want a friend? Go call someone else. Oh, dude, I had a binge on Imagine Dragons. Yeah. I want to get your thoughts on Imagine Dragons. I think that they're something to talk about. So bring your opinions next week. Do some research. I think they're very unique. They're they're intriguing to me. I think he went to BYU, the the lead singer. Can I give a hot take right away? I don't like a band name that wants me to do something. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't like a band name that's like cook rice. Imagine dragons. Like, no, you can't. I can't think of anything other than imagine dragons right now, but I don't like that at all. I'm not going to walk a flock of flame, no matter how many times you tell me to. 
The magic dragon is doing what? <laughs> what are they? Just imagine them in general. What kind? Of, there's so many. That sounds like a hot dog. Imagine dragons. <laughs> it really does. I mean, you could just dream dinosaurs. <laughs> Think that Puff. Be the name of the band. <laughs> so listen to some dream dinosaurs. I don't know if you guys are in the. It's like that would sound so stupid, right? But we live in a world that Imagine Dragons is normal. Yeah. We got to say in it. Absolutely. Dream Dinosaurs is not that far. It's not. I like Think Puff. <laughs> Think Puff. It's also a solid hot dog. Think Puff sounds like a solo artist. That's true. Dude, Think Puff is a great name. That's Diddy. That's a new and rapper coming out. Your new nickname. <laughs> You're listening to All Over the Place with Pat McGann and Think Puff. Dude, I, I love that name for you. I think it's, we're going to just get to that point where we should have handles like Takashi 69. You know what I mean? I'll be like, think puff 420. Dude, Josephine was telling me about this uh, shortening thing she saw on TikTok uh-huh. that she thought was so funny. And um, I thought it was very funny, too. She said, she said, 1980s, people were like, what are you doing? And the 1990s are like, what are you doing? Yeah, 2000, uh, what you doing? And then like the 2020s. What is it? What you doing? And then, so like 2040s, they're like, what do? <laughs> and 2060s, they're just going to be like, do? <laughs> like there's, she's like, she's like, we're going back to cavemen talking. Oh man. Like, great point. It's what you doing? What, bits? what are you doing? What you doing? What do? What do? Do? <laughs> it's like, that's I love pretty it. good. That is pretty good. I love it. Maybe I'm biased because she is my daughter. She's super smart. She takes after her mother on this, sure uh, on this Mother's Day episode. Happy Mother's Day to Sarah as well. And, and again, to your mom, Kathleen, thanks for doing the interview yesterday. Yes. Happy Mother's Day, Sarah. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you guys for all that you do. And I uh, hope you guys have a great year. And, I mean, it was very nice for you to join us on the podcast. Jim, your mother. Loved happy it, Happy Mother's Day to your mom. I hope you had a great day yesterday. I love you. And I can't wait to not talk about this episode. All right. Next week, we're going to get into um, Dragons, uh, kids baseball. I want to talk about kids baseball. And that and, chic uh, documentary. And the chic doc. All right. Anything you want to plug? No. I, uh, I kind of have a slow week this week. What about you? Anything coming up? I'm plugging, brother. I'm going to say this because I'm going to be in Irvine at the Improv. Yeah. And might be a special guest with me. I'll just throw that out there. What? What? See who listens to this podcast. See if anyone gets any insight from that comment. Damn. And next week, you know, I just had a great time in Omaha at the, um, it was a child, the Child Saving Institute. They do things for kids that are abused and just not living a great life. They do, they do cool stuff. So um, enjoyed being in Omaha for that. Going back to Omaha, May 21st and 22nd at the Funny Bone. Nice. All right, everyone. I hope you have a great week. It is um, May 10th, the week of the 10th. Woo. Here we are. Enjoy it. Have a great week. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, I hope to be in person with you next week, brother. I can't wait to get back at it. All right. So long. See ya. Oh. <laughs>